Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Middle Ages Comic Hour with Jamie and Ryan. I am obviously am Jamie and Ryan is obviously Ryan. Are you still Ryan? Ryan? I, I identify as Ryan, yes, still at the moment. Yes, I do. That's, that, that's good. Um, <laughs> look, I don't know about you, but I'm really enjoying this series. Um, Definitely. Bring, bringing, Definitely. Out, bringing out the child in me, the nerd in me. Um, and there's been so much turtle stuff happening. And yes, we're not going to be doing turtles forever. Um, there's going to be a few more things happening excited to tell you guys that we are having a guest on shortly uh called jamie johnson he is a comic book artist he's done a few uh variants for idw uh the ninja turtle series and he's done uh some stuff with the phantom um which it's gonna be awesome to talk to him uh but he's 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 agreed to come on and it's going to be we'll, we'll try and keep it to an hour but it might go <laughs> over an hour um, um, but, but oh, either way, yeah. the Phantom yeah. that's the, the comic series that's been going on for about 75,000 years. Oh, yeah, but it, it is but... seriously one of my favorites. I don't know what it is. Um, I think my, my old man used to read it all the time, it used to be in the newspapers. And yep. then when that classic, uh, Billy Zane, Billy Zane film that didn't age well, but uh, I remember it being so good. Like when I when I watched it at the time, it was it was so good. I just I just love that character. Did you ever watch that other? They did another. I think it was a TV film. Oh uh, no, I, I can't say I, I can't say but the um the Billy Zane film was what because I I just always remember back. You know, I used to talk about back in the day, you used to be able to go to the paper shop and the news agency and buy your comics. But yep. the only comics the news agents stock are the Phantom, pretty much. Like every mm. every news agency I go into around our area, it's just it's just the Phantom. So someone must yeah. be buying it. Yeah. Um. But no, no. Speaking of speaking of really bad comic book movies, <laughs> I actually. I've been doing a sort of a catalogue, so to speak, of, of the high seas of movies from the 1990s to 1999. All right. And yeah. I came I came across uh, that that really, really bad Captain America movie that came out in 92, I think it really? was. Yeah, with the red skull. With just, it looks like oh, it's I like a, a beanie. I remember that. Yeah, it's really bad. It's, it's just as bad as you remember, if not worse. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's 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 the Red Skull, and I think I got about thirty five minutes into it before I was, you know what? This is a um, this is definitely not good. Oh wow! I'm looking at it now. <laughs> it, the costume it, it, is literally like the the felt. It looks like felt. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? Cap- Captain Australia. It's like Captain Australia bought the costume from the movie, painted it green and gold. <laughs> and if you want to, if you want a little bit of little bit of trivia, um, this movie actually came out in the Philippines, but it wasn't called Captain America. It was called Blood Match. <laughs> yes. But basically, the 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 plot of it is, uh, I've I've just brought it up here. So, in 1936 <laughs> in Italy, a fascist government kidnapped a child prodigy. Had Zio DeSantis and kills his family to use him for an experimental project to create a fascist super soldier. Um, Dr. Maria Vasselli, which is very close <laughs> to Vasili, uh, objects to this cruelty and defects to the United States to offer her 
So she's essentially the uh, Professor Erskine, um, which is pretty much the only thing they keep the same is Steve Rogers. His name's Steve Rogers. <laughs> um, but um, obviously we've got Vasily was Vasily, V A S E L L I. So it's very close. Yeah. He's murdered by a Nazi spy secretly working um, with the uh, with the Red Skull, and uh, yeah, it's not great at all. So. Uh... On, on on a rating from from uh philosopher pastor to chris evans uh <laughs> where does this, where does this land <laughs> we won probably just a little bit of a point above uh philosopher pastor um yeah so um i'm gonna say don't check it out i mean check it out if you want a bit of a laugh it's um, yeah there's youtube yeah. clips and stuff uh, yeah, it's it's literally just uh it's it's literally it's a very quick. I think it goes for an hour and a half. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah and even I couldn't make it through that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was very very bad. But yeah, but, that came out in the nineties, and just yeah. ten years, ten years later, we get X Men, which was actually a really good film. Yeah, you know, so technology has come a long way in in yeah, and, and there's all a counterpart. I think it came out in the. The 80s or 70s, the Doctor Strange. You'll have to look that up. Yeah, That's no, a... I, I have watched that Doctor Strange one. I, I tried to get through it, but it was just weird. I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, especially after seems... you after you watch Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, you're just like. But it seems like Marvel started off like really, and then went up, and then after after No Way Home, yeah. started to come down again. Yeah. And down and down, yeah, yeah. and then Guardians Three, and then went up, and then Secret Secret Invasion down, down, <laughs> down. Yeah, it's just like and then, what are, what the next doing? one. <laughs> the next one is um the Marvels, which is down, down, yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. So that that's funny. But yeah, yeah, that was that was a bit of a uh, that was funny to watch. Um, but that's not turtles related. But what have you been doing turtles related this week, Jamie? Um, uh, apart from reading um, the last Ronan. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did get another delivery of uh oh. the issue five of the uh, last run in Lost oh, Years. Yeah. Haven't yeah. read it yet. I I think I've only read one or two of them. I, I'm probably gonna after we do uh this series, then I'll probably concentrate on that more. Um, but uh, well, did was... you did you know that there was a like a one shot called Last Days that came out in between issue four and five? I yeah, I I think so. I think I got it. Yeah, I um. It was like a yeah, just like a one shot kind of part of that event. Yeah. Um, I only found it when I was getting the issue four of the yeah. last Roman, so I noticed that was out. So. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you, like with the which we talked about a couple of episodes ago, um, the Stranger Things crossover with the turtles. Yep. Yep. I you know like I haven't read it yet, but I I feel I want to collect it. I don't know why, probably because I love both yeah. things equally. Yeah. But I found the second issue was ridiculously hard to get. Yep. Like it's not even out yet. Like it's got, I just want to pre-order it, you know? Yep. And and I had to get pre-order it from the UK, you know? Oh it's wow. Just like everywhere else it was like, no, nah, we sold out. So it seems like this second issue is gonna be very um popular. Well, clearly the first issue did really well. Yeah. Um, because you know, the only reason why uh, the second issue would be already, you know, really hard to get. If people have read the first issue and gone, you know what, I want the next okay. one, and they've already yep. pre-ordered it. Yeah. Um, so. But um, 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely interested in in that series. It, it's it's a good premise. Like I'm the same as you. I, I love Stranger yeah. Things. I love the turtle. So, yep. You know, um, and they, they and and they they've proven it with the with you know it's obviously with Batman and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, and IDW are really really good with their crossovers. So, um, yeah. I have no doubts that it's going to be just as good as as any of the other ones that we've read. Yeah, hundred 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 percent. Um, so, so I started rereading the um the IDW series again. Yeah, because so I'm. I'm just outside the first arc, so I've just finished the first arc. Yeah. Um, those IDW Ultimate collections are fantastic. They've got yep. those, you know, the the little, you know, the one shots put in right where you right where they're supposed to go, so you yep. don't have to go or looking for reading orders or anything. Yep. So, um, they're amazing. I think the new one just came out. That's why it got me into. Yeah. Um wanting to go back. So man, I love I flip and love old Hob. He's such yeah. a cool character. I I want to see a live action old Hob. I, I always I always had the idea like way back when when I was working on screenplays and stuff like that. I, I wrote a few I mapped out a Ninja Turtle um Nickelodeon, if you're listening, uh <laughs> I mapped out my own turtle arc series and all, all that stuff. And I wanted to do a Casey Jones movie by by him like a spin-off kind, yeah. of, kind of stuff but i would have him take on old hob you know okay like, it'd be like more like a, a ground level yeah like straight, straight well i mean level. that's what the turtles are really except when they go into space and other dimensions and stuff yeah. but yeah, they're more yeah. like a ground level that's that that's what i, I want and, and and chris would agree with it yeah. um that look he loves the triceratons yeah definitely I, I flip in love i i in my in my movies that I've made, um, I wanted them to. They have an archaeologist digging up dinosaur bones. You know, go, oh, it's a triceratops, and then keep going, and it's just oh, like another one. They've, they've got guns and yeah, yeah, well, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Like you know, you have this like humanoid, like so it's, the heads are the same, so they just think, oh yeah, and then they dig down, and it's just like humanoid arms, yeah. and, you know, and you're just like that that that'd be cool. I don't know how I'd make it that they, you know came here thousands of years before but maybe help us build the pyramids or whatever but you yeah know, there um, you go <laughs> you know but i just think that that's how i would have started one of one of my films but um yeah definitely i i think they're just you know i, I just want to see a ninja turtle movie where they're, they're like don't get me wrong obviously you know shredder is a big part of the law yeah. and everything but i just want to see them take some chances and 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 give us I mean, I, I just mentioned to you, I'm playing through um, Shredder's Revenge, the yeah. remastered, or not remastered, the like yeah. the 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 really good uh, sort of beat 'em up game yeah. on the Xbox at the moment, and they, everyone's in it. You know, you've got yeah. so many different characters to pull from, yeah. and I just, I would love to see a, a Triceratops movie. You know, yeah. like a, a, you know, give us something yeah. like that. We don't always have yeah. to stick to, you know, Shredder and Crane. What what I what I would love to do you could do a whole Baxter Stockman movie just a movie yeah. on Baxter Stockman um, yep. would be, would be incredible um, Rat King I'd want to do but it would be yep. the way I'd do it it would be a full blown horror it wouldn't be a kids yeah. Yeah. you got you got to think about it, like this 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 dude can control rats yeah what's what's Splinter again yeah exactly you know like the stuff exactly. you could you could you know do you know it'd be it'd be incredible um, yeah, definitely but you know like don't get me wrong like I I. 
I think an origin always has to start with Shredder. Um, yeah, I know, but it's like it's like Batman. Like how we and how many times do we have do we need to like Spider Man? Like that's where yeah. I feel the Tom Holland movies went really well because yeah. we didn't have to have that. Oh my God, Uncle Ben's dead. That's why I'm yeah. Spider Man kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, we still got that moment, you know, the great power with great responsibility, but not till the the, the end of the third yeah. film. Yeah. We don't need to have, we don't need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne die every single time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, we don't have, like, I'm not saying, look, that Shredder is like the Green Goblin. He's like the Joker. He's of the Turtles. But we can, we can explore other avenues. I mean, we've seen Shredder in pretty much every iteration of the Ninja Turtles, um, but I am excited to. I got my hands on the. I think the 2003 Ninja Turtles. Ah, yes, we're um, talking about that. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've finally got it all. It's all ready yep. to go. Uh, so I'm looking forward to diving into that. Maybe hopefully this weekend too, because I'm doing everything turtle lately since we've started this. Series. And and it's 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 a big com- commitment too. But, I think it's but, seven seasons. Yeah. yeah, but like we said, minimum you only need to watch five because it's it's yeah. a great great arc. Like I said, Peter. Peter Laird's involved, um, and I, you know, I honestly feel I I lean more towards Peter's style over Kevin's. Don't get me wrong, I love Kevin, but I just, you know, they both have good stuff, but, like, it's just my favourite moments of all the Turtles has, has been Peter Laird, Laird involved, you know? Well, I mean, I will watch all seven because I'm the guy that watched all fifteen of Supernatural. Remember, yeah, so I, I have to. Yeah, I mean, I like to. I like how you say you don't have to. No, no, I have to. Yeah. Like I'm the I'm the guy who, in playing Final Fantasy sixteen at the moment, who's doing side quests and I'm just skipping through the dialogue because I don't want to do it, but I have to do it because I need to complete it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that because I know how much you rave about it, and I think I've seen one episode at your place. But yeah, and from memory, I held open the comic book and went, "See, see the same words." <laughs> you know? so, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to that, especially after playing the game and revisiting all those characters. Yeah. You know, like Leatherhead and 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 just all those oh, a lot of characters that I didn't even know. Like I don't know much about those frogs. You know, Napoleon and oh and, yeah yeah yeah. Um, about them, Rus- so, Rasputin, Rasputin. Yeah, they're all named after like they're the kind of well, yeah. what they call punk, punk turtle, punk yeah. frogs or something like that. Yeah. So, Gen- Genghis, Genghis frog or something. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And um, you know, diff- different ones that I haven't really experienced too much of. So, yeah, yeah I'm I'm keen to dive in, and and obviously we'll we'll see this new movie and we'll give our thoughts and <laughs> yeah, criticisms in you know probably more criticism than thought, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, but one one more bit of news before we um dive into this this issue four of the last Ronan. You sent me something today, Ryan, and I believe yeah. my my exact words were, "Dude, don't tempt, don't tempt me." <laughs> yeah, they've 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 announced an arcade machine, a specific arcade machine with uh, it's a it's a quarter scale, I believe, one one four, um, of the Turtles in Time uh, arcade game. And I remember you talking very fondly of this game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I yeah. love, I love the turtle arcades. The 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 only arcade machine that, if I saw it, I would hundred percent buy it, regardless of whether I have room for it or not, is the Jurassic, <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park oh, yeah. shooter one, just because yeah, I have yeah. so much fond memories of that of, yeah. of finishing like being the only arcade game that I finished. Albeit I spent probably a hundred dollars just, <laughs> just getting, getting through it. Like I loved. Yeah that game but this 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 is close this is a close call as a as a turtle fan um but yeah 
Yeah, EB, I think uh, for you Australian listeners, EB, EB Games are taking pre-orders for it at the moment. So yeah. it's um it's definitely like it's it's not for the uh your average Joe who, you know, it, I mean you've got to have room for it and you've got to have the cash for it, but it looks yeah. pretty different. From what I can tell is it's it's like it's like a whole one but chopped in half. So you can, you kind of yeah. sit it on a table and yeah, and correct. play it. Um I I think I think I watched the video um trailery thing for it. I think it even comes with the option of a um handheld oh, nice. controller as well. But um okay. no you know me, I want to stand there and bash buttons and go, die, die yeah, um, yeah. But I just saw it, and I, I saw it very early this morning, and I just had to, just had to dangle the little carrot over your, you know. The, yes, yes, you did. You know, and as I said, it would be perfect for your bachelor pad. Yes, and I think <laughs> if you really wanted to find some room for it, you could find some room for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, well, I, I've been, I've been, um, I've been doing a bit of rearranging lately for, um. To, I'm, I'm actually I've made the hard decision to sell some of my stuff. Oh um, no, nothing turtle related. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I, I'm going to sell some stuff off, and hopefully someone will buy it. Because um, I got a lot of stuff that's increased in value. I'm like, oh, wow, that's 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 like worth a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I could probably get some coin for it. Like, I mean, my you know my floating Back to the Future mm-hmm. DeLorean, which I got for like four hundred bucks, it's now selling for three and a half grand. Oh damn! But I'm like, I don't want to sell that. <laughs> no, I like. Yeah. I've I've got no room for it. But it's it's you yeah. know it's in its box. It's on its on the shelf, but it's not out of its box. But I'm like, not yet, yeah. not yet, not yet. Like that that sort of give thing. it a bit longer. Yeah, think things I won't sell. But yeah, you know, I I am making room for more, okay. uh, more stuff. But uh, uh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, um, guys, if you have not listened to the other three episodes of uh, our last Ronin review and going through. You should probably jump back now unless you want to get spoiled and wonder what's going on and all that. Because um, we're going to dive into this. So this one's called Blood in Snow. It is issue four of the last Ronin series. Of course, it is written by Peter Laird, Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz. Uh, Ryan, what was your thoughts? Just overall thoughts before we dive into it. Yeah, look, I mean, you can tell we're getting to the end of this. Um, this is the second last issue of this series. Um, it's kind of a little bit more fast paced than the others. Uh, mm-hmm. I found like we've got two main, two two main different scenes in different eras, and you know the it, it goes through it quite quickly. Um, you know, it it gets right into it because I figure, you know, they they've got a lot of ground to cover in the last two issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely it, it look my it definitely made me hate, um, uh, whatever Rocco's first name is Shredder's yeah. grandson. I hate yeah. it made me hate Hiroto. him even more. Hiroto, Hiroto that's right. Hiroto. Yeah, it made me hate him even more. Oh yeah, you already do. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely. It was definitely another hard hitting one, and you can see that from the front cover of the issue. Yeah, you know the front cover is just you know your traditional Japanese forest. Uh, you've got a book bound, which clearly you know is, is something that Mikey's working with at the moment, and then you've mm-hmm. obviously got the iconic bow staff in the um in the snow, foreboding of what will most likely happen in the issue. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't shy away from they're going. Hey, see this? 
it's gonna happen. And even though you, as you're reading, you're like going, "Please don't happen! Don't happen!" And you're just like, <laughs> you know, you know, it's gonna happen. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, only interesting bit of trivia is that they, uh, Professor Honeycott, who is the future toy or the mm -hmm. consciousness of Professor Honeycott, they reveal his first name and it lines up with um, the 2012 animated series. Um, okay. So it's the continuity of that, um, okay. which is pretty cool because that, that was, uh, I believe that voice was David Tennant. Oh, um, really? Oh, there you go. So that's, that's pretty, you know, pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I love it when when big you know big names pop up in in a series or you're like oh what like so, like when James, oh, like when James L Jones turned up in Stargate on one episode <laughs> and you're just like what the legendary James L Jones is just yeah. randomly in this episode being this voice and and you know he's in it for like you know a whole episode but he doesn't say much but you're like but you're James L Jones yeah exactly. And yes, apparently I'm comparing James L. Jones Jones to David Tennant or David Tennant to James L. Jones. I'm sure, I'm uh, sure he'll take that as a um compliment. as a very big compliment. Yes. Um well both are in sci-fi, so um <laughs> anyway, let's crack this open and uh go go on a wonderful journey of, of death and destruction. <laughs> death and destruction. Very, very fast paced mm -hmm. action. Um Immediately, they're in the thick. It is Mikey and uh, Casey Marie, mm -hmm. full tech suits, full full you know tactical suits, should I say? Yeah, yeah. Fighting outside of the compound of, and this is what was my immediate thoughts were, uh, Baxter Stockman's compound, and it's obvious that uh, Casey is now under the tutelage of Mikey because she's calling him Sensei. <laughs> Correct, you know, yeah. it's like, what? And that's that's the ability, you know, I'm thinking, hold on, did I miss an issue or did yeah. I miss a part? You know, because yeah. it makes you think, hold on. But then you just got to have faith because they always go yeah. back and explain yeah. everything. Yeah, well, this one actually jumps around a bit. It, it does, yeah. In present day, it flashes backwards and forwards and then it goes back even further. And then once they get back further, it goes back even further. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I believe there's about four, three or four time jumps. Yeah, um, but I, to be honest, I did not find it confusing. Like, not at all. It sounds confusing, but they've done such a good job of different tones, different colors, um, uh, different animation styles to kind of let you know that, um, you know, this is a different part of the story, different time, uh, time zone, so to speak. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so basically, Mikey tells him, tells Casey, oh, I'm going to go over here. You, you go over there. You do that. <laughs> and then he's taking on all these robots and then he gets trapped. And then um, Casey comes back and helps him and mm -hmm. says a wonderful line of terrible discipline. Excellent initiative. Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh yeah, it's 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 great. I you know, and I quite like Casey's design. She's got her own mask. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously we flash back to um, Mikey train uh, watching um, Casey train, and all the turtles behind him being you know making their comments. Yeah, it's kind of like a montage of her. You know, he's yeah 
he's trying to work out, you know, the guys are like, well, yeah, she'd be great if we had some time to train her, but we don't got the time to train her. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Mikey's just like, he has to kind of take a high road and he's got to like basically put a little bit on her and yeah. sort of get her rolled up a bit so that he can quickly identify what's wrong with the fighting style and change it straight away. Yeah. And look, I, I love it. I, you're seeing how how far Mikey has progressed in his style. Hmm. In his, because essentially, he's perfected all styles. Yeah. Like, um, and he's just doing the typical, oh, too slow, too fast, you know. Yeah, exactly. And he's, it's the typical and the frustrated student trying to take down the master in first go. Um, it's awesome. And then obviously, you know, he uh, says, all right, I'll train you. And she says, what? And then, um, funny enough, April approves. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves how much they've been bonding. Um and it's everything that uh, Casey needs right now, to be honest. Yeah, because basically April just says, look, it's just been me and her for so long. Yeah. Um, she hasn't really had any other influence in relation to, you know, any other people to sort of help her grow up. And she yeah. sees this as a really good ex- ex- opportunity for Mikey to sort of step into into the, into the sort of, um, you know, elder kind of master role like Splinter did for them. Yep. And then and then obviously she's like, hey, our readers, essentially, me, um, <laughs> need to know what happened. <laughs> happened like what, what happened in Japan when you yeah. got over there. I need to know. And, I, and then obviously... I, I love how there's like no subtleties there. <laughs> no, know? not at all. You know, it's just like, tell us what happened. And he's like, all yeah. right. And then and then we get like again, I love I love this old school art style. Yeah. Um, it's a throwback to the to the original. Um, no color. Yep. Uh, the early days. Yep. And um, yes. Yeah, so basically, yeah, Mikey says he ditches the cargo hold from the plane that he traveled to uh, Japan in, and uh, he went searching for Splinter and Donnie. Um, uh, he gets lost, stumbles and in, stumbles into a village. Uh, which you is, do. Which just happens to be Clan Hamato. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for those playing at home, that is Splinter. Uh, Clan Clan Hamato. Um, and we meet its its leader, uh, Master Sh- Sh- Shinichiro. I'm probably mm-hmm. saying that wrong. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's I mean, it's, that's how it's spelled out and yeah. everything. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Um, and Mikey's like, okay, where's Master Splinter? And they're like, okay, now it's time for you. Here he is, he's perfectly fine and nothing bad has happened. And, <laughs> and thank you for here. listening. Thank you for listening to the TMNT last round and exactly series. <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? The whole it was actually uh, it was actually like a uh veil. Raph's not dead, Leo's not dead, Casey's not dead, everyone's alive. It was all a dream. dream. Yes. <laughs> a strange, strange uh, dream. Unfortunately, listeners, we take another time sideways. To yeah. jump back slightly. Yeah, and and again, this is cool tone. I, I love the there's it's a, almost like a sepia kind of yeah different style, and that's to go. Hey, yep, this is this is another flashback. This is um when Splinter and Donnie arrived. Um, I love the reference to Donnie saying, "Hey, um, I would like to take the moment to uh, radio Leo and the others and let us know, you know, yeah, 
which they yeah so you, you remember from i think it was issue two the, the issue two or three where you know leo leo told mikey and donatello and to get splinter out of there and yeah. You know, obviously they don't know what's happened to Leo and Casey just yet. Yeah. Um, but albeit that that being said, that Donnie doesn't get to um they they go to the meeting uh with um Oroku uh Roku Hiroto um yep. before he gets the chance to message back home. Um mm-hmm. and that's when things get sad. <laughs> you know, because I mean, you, you're obviously already thrown. You're, you're sus about this because they're like, okay, like we're not meeting Hiroto now. Like we're, we're meeting your lackeys, and yeah. he's like, oh, well, he hasn't come. He, he's just delayed because he's preparing a wonderful feast. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I smell BS. <laughs> yeah, he's dining on turtle soup tonight for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then we get one of my favorite frames of Marcus Splinter in in the whole comic. Um, just <laughs> after that, when when he when Hiroto does show up, yeah, and you know, like, and, and there's that little moment with Donnie and Master Splinter. He's like, you know, we know they're not here for. Well, how can we trust them? And Splinter said, if I didn't, if I trusted him, I wouldn't have bought weapons. Yeah, and then um, yeah, Hiroto rocks up and he's like, yeah, we're gonna kill you. And then Splinter just decapitates three ninjas in one, one move. Strike. And like yes. that's why, and that's a sign of Splinter you don't get to see. No, um. <laughs> Which is I had to I had to like I was reading through the page and I read that and I went to the next page and I'm like hold on I had to go back yeah and, and have another look and then because yeah he's taken off the three heads in one swipe yeah um so yeah and then he's like you will call me Master Splinter and I thought that was pretty yeah. bad badass but it's also a sign here that I don't see I've never seen a Splinter before either is that no. like there's also a lack of discipline in this moment. Yeah, I think like, it's it's almost like he is so desperate to end this feud that he's just blinded for a moment because um obviously they go into battle and, and they're getting beaten up pretty badly, but then Splinter does his insane amount of damage, but then in come the uh archers and you know, it's just mm-hmm. you know instead of retreating, Splinter's like, No, I'm finishing this. And and I kind of think, and that's where it comes into it, where I'm kind of reading what's not on the page. Like, I'm kind of thinking, like, Donnie's still very naive and everything, but I, I honestly think that Splinter knows yeah. that Leo didn't make it out. Yeah. And uh, something inside of him tells him tells him that he maybe even he thinks Mikey didn't make it out. Yeah. And so he's like, this is our last stand. And right. if we're gonna do anything here, if we're gonna if we're gonna put an end to this war, it's gonna be here, but we're gonna have to go hard. Yeah. And because you're right, it's a side of sprinter we've never seen before. Yeah. And it's it's quite quite unnerving because he yeah. he has no portion, no plan, no strategy. It's just Basically, at the end of the day, he's calling out Hiroko, and he's like, "Come down! Yeah. Why are you sending out? Why are you sending archers? Yeah, come down, you know." Yeah. And then, and he and because of his ego, he takes him up on that. Yeah. And um, yeah, final <laughs> splinter. Oh, he threw. I just first time I noticed it. He throws the sword yep. at at <laughs> Hiroto, 
And he's like, for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, Donnie stands in the way of Splinter with all the arrows hitting him. And, yeah. and, and then, of course, Splinter's last words is my son. You know? Yeah. My son. Um, yeah, this is just utterly brutal. I, I highly reckon you guys read this and, and open the pages because this artwork's insane. Um, well, and, and I love, I love once you know we still don't know. You know, obviously we know, but we don't know. And then the reinforcements come, and then you know his master is just like rain hell. Yeah, you know because he knows what's happened, what 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 the Hiroto's done. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and, and then you've got you know, typical. He's like unhand me, you know, even though he's copped a sword. Yeah, he's like, hand me the the armor took the brunt of it. I'm gonna, he, you know, he wants to gut the. He says, I'm gonna gut this rodent with his own sword. Yeah, and you know that's just again going back to last issue with that monologue on the top of the building. You know, yeah. I mean, he's just he's just insane. Yeah, he's just and, he's just, nothing else is in his yeah. mind other than ending yeah. the line of of Hamada Yoshi. And he's he's only sixteen here. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so in a way, obviously he's going to send in a whole lot of archers. He's not going to play fair yeah. because he he's not going to kill a master, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, and he knows that. He knows he's not ready for it. But then, it, yeah. then you know, Splinter plays to that. He plays to his ego. Yeah, and he's just like, why don't you do it yourself? You need to send archers, like seriously. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. And you know, it's just the arrogance and the ego. And yeah, he gets yeah the job gets done, but. Splinter, he's not without his own scars. Yeah. Uh, and I love this final line uh, from um, uh, Master Shinichiro mm-hmm. uh, that he says to, says to Mikey, there are people, creatures, teachers, warriors, heroes, and legends. Your father, Master Splinter, was all of these. Yeah. No. Um let me flash back to that that old school style, or flash forward, forward back, forward. Yeah. Um, and, and he, yeah, he's Mikey is offered to stay with the clan, but he's like, no, yep. I've got to. Um, no, it was just it was too much of a reminder, you know. Being, yeah. Yeah, that's what he says. He's like yeah. seeing all the brave warriors surrounding me only remind me of everything I lost. Yeah, it was too much to handle. So you know, he knew what he had to do. Yeah. And um no, no. and then of of course we uh we get uh reiterated the the importance of the mission like whether mm-hmm. whether Mikey knew April was alive or whether whether yeah. April whether April was here or not uh the mission would still be the same the last of Oroku must perish all Oroku yep. must perish um yeah so it's a it's a it's a feud that's been going on forever and. Mikey's got to finish it, and then we move on, and we get a little bit of a revelation here, which which oh. I I was oh. kind of taken back, and and he's yeah. like, you know, he's he's just like um when Mikey's talking about you know Casey, like April's talking about Casey Marie's taken so much to him, yeah. um, and she's like, you know, I never thought she'd be able to connect with someone the way that she has with you, and he's like, yeah. Are you sure about that? Seems like yeah. our connection is by design, your design. And she's like, what, yeah. are, what are you talking about? And then we get the, like, he's like, when were you going to tell me about Casey's extra abilities? Yeah. Uh, you know, and it goes through and it explains that they kind of worked out that her and Casey have kind of taken small amounts of mutagen just by hanging around the turtles for so yeah. often, for so long. 
yeah. and it kind of got into their blood or got into them. And by them having Casey Marie, she's kind of taken this on. Yeah. Uh, taken on, you know, she's a little bit faster. She heals a little bit quicker. Yeah. You know, she she's a little bit stronger. Yeah. Um. And um, obviously they're talking about, you know, does she know? And April's like, no, you need to keep this between us. So yeah. You know that that I think is something that they've never really touched base with in yeah. in anything that I've heard of and seen. Yeah. Um. You know, which is interesting because it's it's that's this has always happened with the Spider Man thing, and there was a, you know, there was a very the, an infamous um. Spider-Man sort of Elseworld tale called Rain, as in R-E-I-G-N. Yep. And uh, basically what it was was, and and I hate to be crude, but because Peter and Mary Jane were together for so long after he'd been exposed to the radioactive spider, and obviously they do what husband and wife do when they had sex and all this kind of thing, she eventually got cancer because of his radioactive blood and, you know, all this kind of thing. So she died. And he had to live live on knowing that she was only dead because she was with him. Yeah. And like they that's kind of a similar thing. Not obviously as bad, but yeah, you know, like you hang around with, with someone who's affected by, you know, cosmic whatever or mutagen or yeah. radioactivity, you know, there's there's bound to be some consequences. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's something they've never really explored before. So it was cool to um you know have that question answered and um, yeah. it's a cool concept, you know, like, you know, mutagen, like, like we, we know that it just, it changed, you know, um, animals into, you know, sense, almost yeah. sentient beings and um, more humanoid creatures. But it's like, what would, what would that do to people? Exactly. I think, I think they um... tackled that on one of the cartoons. I think they tackled, what happens if a human gets mutagen on them? Um, okay, I can't remember what exactly, but um, if you guys, uh, you got you listeners out there, if uh, if you if you can remember that for us, send us an email to the true and fictional gmail dot com or <laughs> or check us out on stories underscore podcast on Instagram. Just a little plug there, um, but <laughs> now this this is this is like movie magic here. The 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 whole. Okay, we're talking about the plan. Yeah, they, they're all prepping for the assault on Baxter Stockman. Yeah, and then we're flashing forwards as the plan yeah. is being executed. Laid as they, as yeah. yeah, as they describe it, which is a which is a cool. I didn't think I didn't think it would work in the comic book as well as it does in um in movies, but um yeah, clearly it's a visual thing, and I like, I think I like it, to call it the I like to call it the Ocean's Eleven effect because that's yeah. where they use, yeah. they use it the most. You know, they're like, yeah, okay, you're going to move here, and that's all happening in real time while they're explaining it. But yeah. no, it works, it works, it works. definitely. Yeah, uh, cool. it's because it's a it's a visual thing as well. Yeah, um, exactly. And I I think it's well I think it works well, and um. They keep referring to where's April? Why isn't April yeah. here? Like she's running late. What's what's going on? And mm-hmm. to be honest, I'd completely forgotten about the turtle tank. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then she's like, "Yeah, well, look, I'm here now." <laughs> and then obviously, just before that, you've got you know, I, I like it. I like it when you've got um, you've got Hirochi there, and it's like we we're receiving multiple reports of gunfire and explosion on Roosevelt Island. Yeah, and he's just like crazy back to Stockman. Leave me alone. I'm working, and he's yeah. like, hold on, 
on second thought, he just remembers where his tech comes from. And he's <laughs> like, oh, so we better make sure he's not blowing himself up and, yeah. you know, all the tech, all the tech is secured. So I yeah. like that there's a little bit of a care factor there. Yeah. Uh, but basically just because he doesn't want to lose his tech. Yeah. And obviously his, you know, this, this is where a lot of his soldiers come from too. Exactly. Um, the the singes as they're called it. Um, now, obviously this whole time Baxter Stockman's going, oh, like uh, people out there, they're always trying to get in yeah. and yeah. They're, they're, they're no threat, you know? Yeah. Um, and I love that his little uh, floaty robot beacon thing is like, calls him your majesty. Yeah, that's all that. I like your, that. Your majesty, I, I respectfully request you reconsider heeding the security alert if you would just look at the monitors, you'd yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, I see. Um you know, send so, I mean that's just the, that's the arrogance again, you know, like yeah. he's and, just like eh. And for those playing at home, he's like full almost full robot here, like Yeah. Uh very cyberpunk, you know. And he's uh, got he's still got those three little things which like are the from the fly on yes. the in the forehead, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like like going, hey, remember this guy? Hey, 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 <laughs> Yeah, but uh in comes April in the army tank. Okay, we've got we've got we've got to get inside. Um gotta get inside. So she completely fries the mouses. Um yep. obviously this this is more than just like a tank. It's a uh a, a bug zapper, let's just <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, them. yeah. There's a lot of juice coming out of this. So, yeah, in they go. They've got to plug the future droid's head into uh, Bax's system, basically mm-hmm. to try and shut down everything. Um, yeah. Simple, well, not a simple, like, easy to understand plan. Execution's yeah. not always uh, no. the, the best. Of course, in they go. Um, April jumps out, plugs the head into the system, um, and reactivates the future droid. And I like how she gets one good shot in on Baxter. Like, this is from my husband, the typical action revenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and Baxter's just like, damn it, woman, I almost felt that. Yeah, and then yeah, ba- a backhand slap. Yeah. But then I'd say this is one of the most epic villain deaths I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's trying to rip out the future toy. Um Sneak squeezing in a Lord of the Rings reference, albeit. Yeah, I like that. Um, you know, Future Toad says, "No, you shall, you shall not pass." <laughs> I like it. You know, you shall pay for my family, for my friends, for everyone. And then kaboom! Like literally, Baxter Stockman is ripped to pieces. And then, obviously, what emerges is nanobots, mm-hmm. and they go everywhere. Some in an almost supernatural looking design there. Uh, if you remember Supernatural, Ryan, with the the demons, you know. Yep, definitely. It's definitely got that kind of pattern to it. And obviously, everything's powering down. Baxter's dead. The nanobites swarm. Honeycott is in control now, says April. It's awesome. And then, like, basically, all the ninja, all the, all of Hiroto's power. His army, his is is ro- anything robotic that he controls is all shut down. And then there's you know the the, the citizens are taking to the street and breaking them down, and you know <laughs> yeah. kind of like a yeah, we're back yeah. in charge. For for rock bottom, 
Hiroto's next, the bum. <laughs> I th- I think that they they're probably some of um Casey's crew, maybe. Yeah. Typical typical last page with um. There's no real cliffhanger on this one. No, it's kind of just like well, you. I wasn't really expecting one because no, we're going into the last one. I expected there to be a. You know, the guys are just like, yep, okay, this is it. We're coming for you. Yeah. Kind of thing. You know what I mean? But it's a typical, okay, well, look, we've won the battle. And yeah, it's basically what they say. Casey Marie says, I think we won. April says the battle, not the war. Not the war, yep. And Mikey says, and not at a price I'm willing to pay anymore. Yeah. Um, And yeah, look. I'm sorry to tell you guys, you're gonna to have to wait a little bit longer to get till we do the fifth episode. Well, it's only fair <laughs> because we have to wait like six months between issues. Yeah, um, but so you know, look, it for for those that uh, those that have been listening to the podcast a while, if you've just been jumping onto uh, the series we're doing now, um, we do have multiple styles of episodes. So, the comic book hour is a fortnightly show. Um. The other fortnightly is the main show where Chris Chris Park jumps on board and entertains us with his wit and controversial jokes and <laughs> um, stuff like that. And then we've got our story chat, but story chat is thrown in whenever we can now. So at this stage, they happen on Saturdays. But um, like like we said at the start of the, the, this episode, Jamie Johnson's going to come on the next comic book hour episode. That'll be really fun. Um, but then after that, the comic book, uh, the comic hour episode after that will be the issue five of the last Ronin, um, and then possibly after that it will be our review of Mutant Mayhem. Here in Australia, we had to wait a whole month. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those weird ones where the Americans got it before us. Yeah, you know, we that doesn't usually happen anymore. No. But um, in this instance, it has. Yeah, which is strange. Um. Because like we used to get all the Marvel movies before them. <laughs> yeah, like a day before. No, like like no, sometimes a week. Oh wow, like, two weeks maybe. I know it was with with with, the, with at least with one. I think one of the, one or two of the Avengers, like the actual Avengers movies. But um, and then I think when Endgame and all that started, they wanted optimum optimum yeah. coinage, so they released it roughly on the same day. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it, Ryan. One more issue to go. <laughs> That's it. One more to go, yeah. and then uh, you know we can move on to something different. Yeah, our our, our turtle themed series is wrapping up shortly, like within a within three more episodes, probably. Um, yep. it's been fun. Obviously, it's been, turtles have been a favorite of mine. Um, ever since I was a child, turtles has been my thing. Maybe Ryan, we should really do something related to your childhood like yeah i'm I'm trying to i'm just trying to rack my brain and trying like, to find something is is batman your turtles would you say like no not from like not from when i was little spider-man was to be honest with you like that's what i got me into comics i started with spider-man and that well, sort of went from there maybe we should do do like maybe a, a spider-man related uh, yeah I've, I've got a i've got a few in mind i'm just trying to because I've remember I've got the big Ultimate Spider-Man yeah. omnibus. I've got that yeah. one, which that's a great comic. Um, I've got the um Craven's Last Hunt. See that that's what I was thinking of because which, it's also topical. Yeah, which oh yeah, obviously with the game coming out soon. Um, yeah. 
And at the same time, I haven't, I haven't, I'm yet to read that too. So okay, maybe, maybe we'll do that because that was on my list. Because I've actually got digital and hard copy of that. Right, cool. Um, so maybe that might be what we we dive into. I think because it's really good. It's definitely one of the must have must reads. Um, in my opinion, of Spider Man history. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think I think that might be the how one. How many how many issues is that? Do you reckon? I think it's six. Oh, cool, awesome. For, I, I so put, definitely, we can knock it over in six episodes. Yeah, I yeah, because I'm I, yeah, I love Craven. Like I've always loved Craven. Like he's such yeah. a cool villain. I love the whole concept. I've hunted, I've hunted every animal there is to hunt. You know, yeah. now I must hunt the next best thing. And man, yeah. he he does some damage. Um, definitely, and I think it's you know you you look at you look at um at New York or Manhattan or Queens, whatever you want to say, Forest Hills, um, is where Spider Man's from. You look at, you know, you've got the lizards, you've got the, yeah. like all all the different different game he could go after. So I think maybe that might be the winner. I think that might be the one to do. All right. Consider it done. We will lock it in. Yeah. Um Spider Man will be our next um our next journey. But yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. I can never read enough Spider Man, so that's <laughs> yeah, I like that. And you know, maybe you know, maybe we should mix it up a bit. We'll do IDW, we'll do Marvel, yep. we'll do Dark Horse, um, mm-hmm. we'll do DC. Well, Dark Horse, uh, Dark Horse, I think the go to will be will be some Hellboy for that. I think. Yeah. And yeah, like I've I've never read any Hellboy, so I'd probably be up for that too. Yeah, definitely. But we've got there's, there's I mean, there's an unlimited amount of comics out there, so yeah. We'll keep going as long as you keep listening. Uh, uh, yeah, and we look. Thank you guys for listening because, like, since me and Ryan started doing these kind of episodes, we had more people jumping on, um, and I've noticed the increase. Um, but yeah, don't don't be afraid to uh, reach out. Like, we we will talk to anyone. We'll read out your yep. comments, good or bad, on 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 the show. Um, hate mail, love mail, neutral mail. Uh, whatever it may be, uh, the true and the fictional at gmail.com stories underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, yeah, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Definitely. I think that's the end of the episode, Ryan. Unless you've got anything else I to say. <laughs> uh, no, no, I think we've covered pretty much everything at the moment. And I'm looking forward to the interview next week. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, and then obviously, you know, the finale of The Last Ronin. 100%. Uh, Thanks again, guys, and we will catch you next time. See you next time.